0: Everybody head for the hills. The demon Boredom is coming this way. Run! Run! Oh my god. Hey everybody, what's all the commotion? The demon known as Boredom is coming this way, pillaging the land. Run, young one, run! I'm not scared. I've got the power of Canned Air Podcast on my side. At cannedairpodcast.com, you can get the scoop on new episodes, watch movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air Video Game Store comic book store and movie store. You're crazy kid. I'm out of here. <laughs> you
1: are all suffer the my boredom.
0: Let me just pull up candairpodcast.com on my mobile device and eat this boredom. He saved us. The boy saved us yeah. Thanks to you, we'll never be bored again. Don't thank me, thank cannedairpodcast.com. You're listening to the Canned Air Podcast. Your refusal to listen will be one more reason for me to fire up my death ray and take over the world. <laughs>
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of candair a tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. And joining us today, returning to the show, actually, is Alex Lobato, here to talk about his Kickstarter for Max Hunter 3, the Snowfall finale. Thanks for being with us, Alex.
1: Thanks for having me, guys. Love to be here again. It's great to
2: have you back, man. Uh, a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, looks like Marvel might have some more shows on Netflix, possibly. Mm-hmm. Lots of rumors today. Some details about the new Star Wars have been released. Very minor details but still very intriguing details. Hmm. Uh, Then we'll turn our attention over to Alex and talk about his Kickstarter running. Yeah, there are no recaps this week, so let's just jump right into the rumor mill.
0: Rumors! Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah. Yeah. Rumors!
2: All right, Jack, you have some insight on Daredevil Season 2, I hear.
0: Yeah, the main villain is rumored to be uh, Bullseye. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. And I guess they might be looking at Jason Statham to do him. Who is that? I'm trying he to... He was in uh, Transporter movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'd be good. Yeah, he would. I guess he was uh, spotted and meeting with uh, Marvel personnel earlier this week while he was taking a break from the press tour from that new movie Spy he's in with... Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa, yeah. Huh. That'd be really cool. what
1: do you think of uh, Daredevil there, Alex. Oh, I loved it uh, it's it's what Gotham should be it's it's an amazing show it's uh, start here. to finish you know uh, Kingpin is is out of hand great the actor who plays him did an amazing job with him and, and everything about the show is, is, is just a win that's for sure
2: and I hope we really haven't seen I'm sure we haven't seen the last of Kingpin but no. uh, I really hope not because he was amazing
0: I was kind of sketchy at first.
2: Yeah, well, but then <laughs> when we heard it was Vincent D'Onofrio and you said it's the men yeah. in black guy. Like, that's all I could think <laughs> about <need>
0: was... sugar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, yeah. but he did. He did do a really good job. Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. Perfect.
0: Uh, the season of Marvel's Daredevil is expected um, next year, I guess, going about the same time that a.k.a. Jessica Jones comes out. Oh, really? Yeah, so it looks like two series is popping the same time. Packing them full, aren't they? Yeah. (laughs) I'll take it. Anything else on that? Uh, Nope, that would be—hopefully he'll be better than old Colin. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, (laughs) I forgot about that.
2: (laughs) Ouch. You also had something on the new Marvel
0: series that might be on Netflix. Looks like they're going to try and get uh, the Punisher, Ghost Rider, and Blade. Oh, my God, a Punisher (laughs) series? Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be incredible. I guess uh, there's concern that the Punisher and Blade are too violent, though, for Marvel to be able to put onto uh, Netflix.
2: Have, have they seen
0: the Daredevil show that just uh, aired? I you, <laughs> it can't be a lot. Come it can't on. be worse. I mean... Damn, that was violent. (laughs) The kingpin smashing some guy's head in the door. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: Until it fell off. I don't see it getting more violent than that. I I mean, Punisher is violent, but... Yeah. Yeah. And if it can get more
2: violent than that, then I do want to see it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: (laughs) 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 They're also worried that Ghost Rider and Blade might push Netflix series too far into the supernatural. Mm. Like that's a bad thing.
2: We've—I don't know—that we've been expected to take so much already. I mean, we're getting Doctor Strange coming out. I mean, yeah, Guardians probably, is a space yeah. adventure, so I can—I can go out on another limb.
0: That's fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they tried with Constantine. I don't understand why they wouldn't be able to do it with Blade. Blade was always good. Those the second good one I didn't like
0: too much. The third
1: one I oh, liked. Never mind. Constantine is DC. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. Still, still, it's just... it took me a second. I was like, well, maybe I was wrong. Oh,
1: <laughs> still, I just, use... mi- I just miss it so much. You know, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Constantine the series? Yeah, I really liked it. It was a shame when when I heard it was canceled. I was just really sad about it. Yeah.
0: I think it's the channel's fault that the the, with the network the, channel, the network that it was on. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like CBS, I think it was, or something like that. Oh. And they're yeah. going to try and bring Supergirl. Watch how that works out.
2: <laughs> Home of Waka, <Walker>, Texas Ranger. <laughs> I'm not going to be singing that one again. All right. Anything else on that?
0: Uh, nope. That's all I got on that. And,
2: well, we might as well just keep rolling right on these yeah. rumors you have, because we're in a Marvel uh, <laughs> role here. <laughs>
0: uh, the Inhumans. Uh, apparently, the Inhumans movie... Is going to ignore everything Agents of Shield has done to the franchise. What? Mm-hmm. No details. But yeah. Is that and that's a Marvel Studios movie that's gonna be doing that? Yeah. Yep. Well that doesn't make sense. Why no. would they do that? I have no idea the way that they I don't I don't know. I was when I read that I was just like, you gotta be kidding me.
2: Yeah, well, it's very strange. Yeah, it, I mean it is strange, but if you think about it. I mean, what goes on in Shield doesn't happen in the movies, but what happens in the movies happens in Shield, kind of thing. Like when Coulson got his own TV show, he did not go back to the movies. But yeah, I don't know. So maybe, uh, maybe
0: there's something about being on TV that I don't know. But Coulson brought that helicarrier. You saved, yeah. oh, yeah. save the day at the end of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Son of a gun! I don't know.
0: <laughs> what can I say? I don't know. I guess they had no other choice to to get powered people into the story to build up for civil war. So I, I, don't, I don't know.
1: It probably has something to do with with the whole uh, mutants' rights, and you know, I mean, I, I think I thought the whole Inhumans, the idea of bringing them about and and uh, and really showing them off was was a way to kind of uh, get away from the mutants um, since they don't have the rights for the X Men movies, and they right. don't have the rights um for all those all those characters so to bring in new characters that will fill those roles you know like they have the right. teleporter and ages of shield which is a very similar to night crawler i know i know they they've been characters and they have been in humans in the comics but um but it's just a way to fill it in I, I believe
0: yeah i can see that we had the build-up to the civil war with having the registration act or the mm-hmm. what, what was it they called on shield the 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 list or whatever it was that they had they were putting together
2: oh just the list of the metahumans they yeah, yeah they knew of right yeah.
0: I could see them using that way because they couldn't do mutants so they had to figure out a new way but to still just to drop that whole thing unless it, I don't know they go some other di- other way with it I'm sure it'll be
2: good it's just it, it's going to stink to not have you know one of the movies linked to the universe that's yeah. tying all together as we
0: as we watch <laughs> maybe they <laughs> don't plan on shield going that long. Because like well, <laughs> in humans was like 2018 or something like that. That was one of the last ones, <laughs> something That's like true. that.
2: Well, they they've got plans out that far already. So, yeah. all right. Anything else on that? That's all my
0: rumors I got.
2: All right, I've got one more rumor here, and it's really not so much a rumor. I guess it's kind of proven. Some images have been released of merchandise from the *Star Wars* the new *Star Wars* movie, uh, *The Force Awakens*.
0: I've seen <clears throat> a box. Like the box, the leg uh, of Legos, there was a I've box of Legos,
2: yeah. and then there was a leaked picture of like a little kid's uh table and chair kind of thing for a playroom or something. But on both images, there's a picture of C3PO, and mm, he, I know what you're talking about. You know how he always uh had the like a chrome leg, a chrome leg yeah. now, he's going to have a red arm, a red left arm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's what it's shown on both these things. I mean, it's not a huge detail, but, I mean, it's a noticeable difference to the, you know, character we yeah. know and love. Characters that make it through all nine movies, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then some. But uh, that'll be neat to see. I wonder if they'll give any backstories to how he uh, lost his arm. I hope.
1: There was a rumor also with Han Solo having a an affair, like having a wife when the whole Leia thing happened. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was in the comic book that, that leaked it. It's like a page from the comic book. This um this woman shows up in a spaceship. She comes out of the spaceship and and reveals that she's Han Solo's wife. Now I don't know what that might have. Like I, I haven't read the comic book itself, so um, it might be a twist. And it was at the end of the comic, so there might be some explanation to it. Um, but everybody started, you know, talking about how that might be, um, how that's, you know, how Han Solo is still a scoundrel and. Right. And all that, you know? It'll be like oh. in
0: the Crystal Skulls, what's her name from the first indie movie.
1: Oh, right. And that make it oh, into
0: yeah. the Crystal Skulls. It'll be her in the watch. <laughs> 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 then you see Shy in the background. Oh, let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not. No more Shy
2: LaBeouf <laughs> um. That'll do it for the rumor mill. The
0: rumors. Can't get away from the rumor mill. Yeah.
2: Rumors. All right, guys, let's talk about some comics. Who wants to go first this week? Perfect. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my offering this week is a comic that's been on the shelf for, what, uh, maybe a couple months now? A couple months. Yeah, it Quite a came few short, months I think. Maybe, yeah, actually it was pretty close to the end of uh, Guardians, not short shortly after Guardians came out in the theater. So yeah, last year. Yeah. It's been out a little while, but uh it's one I've always passed over and finally decided to pick up was Howard the Duck number 1. And I have never I've never seen the old 80s movie, so I really didn't <laughs> know what to expect of it, but it's really good. It's uh he's a private eye detective and he's just kind of working a ho hum job, you know, he can't catch any really good leads. The only thing he's really working on is like finding out if a spouse is cheating or, you know, uh, investigating insurance fraud. So his life's kind of boring. And then all at once, a client comes in, says, I've lost this necklace. I need it back. It was taken by a, uh, by, a by a cat burglar, a pretty notorious cat burglar in the area. and think it was the black cat. Was, <laughs> yeah, that was it. So... Howard's all excited, you know. He's got to go after the Black Cat. He's going to find this necklace, get it back. So he uh, finds a way to attract Spider-Man, asks for his help. Spider-Man's like, "Get out of here, guy!" You know, yeah, kind of blows him off. So he eventually, he and the help of a girl he met in a jail cell in the very beginning of the comic, uh, set out and they break into her place and they they get the necklace. And just as she's coming back, so then as they're on the run from her, a lot going on in this comic, <laughs> as they're running from her across rooftops and stuff a, uh, what are they called? The collector? Uh, a uh, harv- or a gatherer oh. shows up and says, I'm a gatherer, you're a unique species I'm here to take you so he abducts Howard the duck from that whole thing and the next thing you know he's sitting in a jail cell, like beating on the wall in like a space prison, like you know, get me out of here, I shouldn't be here yada yada, and you see a word bu- uh, balloon come in from behind him. You can't see who's saying it, but it says, You can either sit there, you know, whining and bitching all day, and then dot, 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 you turn the page and it's Rocket Raccoon. He goes, <laughs> He says, or I got a plan to get out of here. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it really kind of ties in with the sneak preview at the end of Guardians almost, yeah. in a way, you know. But uh, it showed the next cover, uh, all of them crammed together, the Guardians with Howard the Duck. So yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm sure number two has already been out, but uh, I'm definitely going to pick up on this series. Well, he hasn't shown up in the series that I'm going to talk about next. <laughs> <laughs> it was written by Chip uh, Zarsky, and the uh, artist was Joe Quinn. Man, I can never pronounce these names. Uh, Quinnones. There's
0: a whole list of uh, credits there, but yeah, there you have it. Howard the Duck, number one. I wanted to get it so bad, but I could never. I don't think I could find it. Well, no, go uh, go to the there.
2: store just a few blocks away here. They've got a ton of them. <laughs> do they really? Yeah, they do. <laughs> all
1: right. right, who wants to go next? Um, we could go. We could talk about old uh, comics too, right? Yep. You, anything you want, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. The other day, someone had posted on Facebook, "Oh, top five tra- trade paperbacks," and it made me think a lot of like all the tra- great trade paperbacks that are out there. And um, and one of the ones I put was why the last man have any, any of you guys read that one? No, hmm. never heard of it. It's a dystopian future. Um, you know we have many of those uh, all over the comic world, but in this particular one, it's um, women have survived this this virus that infected the earth, and there's only one man left. Oh man. Um, there, there's a show called Last Man uh, Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Um, that reminded me a little bit of it, but it, it's not a comedy. It, the the comic itself is it's a it's you know it's funny at times, but it does uh, take this scenario very seriously. And um, so, you know, what you have is this this man tr- trying to survive in a world that's uh, run and dominated by women. And um, it's it's really well done. As you get into the story. Um, you start to notice that, that there's other, you know, things that, that, that you, you, you start to discover about the world and about the last man and, and how, you know, he's the key to repopulating the earth because obviously the earth is, is dying, the human race is dying because they can't reproduce uh, humans. Right. So you have a group of, of women that are protecting him and, and making sure that he's safe. While trying to figure out, you know, how, how they could repopulate the earth. And then you have the other, uh, different women out there that, that just, uh, don't want him around <laughs> so it's very, it's very interesting and his his companion's a monkey which is also very interesting too and uh, and i really it's it's a really good read and i heard a, a while back that it maybe picked up for a movie or, or a tv show or something like that so that'd be a good one uh for your listeners out there to maybe pick up and and check it out before it becomes a a huge uh uh thing right and that was called why the last man yeah why the last man uh, just uh, the 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 letter Y, not not the. Y. Uh, oh, I oh, think I, I have. May, <laughs> I think
0: I may have yeah. seen that around before. It's, it's a awesome.
2: vertical. It's a vertical comic. They may have some pretty good stuff.
0: Very cool. Yeah. All right, I have been catching up on the Guardians of the Galaxy series, so pretty much what I have read ends up being in the third or fourth volume trade paperback, and it's basically well, you know. Free comic book day last year was the beginning when Flash Thompson, Agent Venom, was joining the the team. Well, it started off, him and Drax were on a planet walking around, Drax was trying to find Flash weapons because Earth weapons won't work too well (laughs) out in space. (laughs) Um, Pretty much everyone was all separated. They all got kidnapped by a different race that hates the Guardians, and it was all because of Star-Lord's dad that he hates Earth, pretty much everything to do with Earth. So he's trying to get them all captured, getting his son back home to become... to sit right where he should, right next to the the king, pretty much. Right. To be the prince. So everyone got kidnapped. Star-Lord ends up uh, selling out his dad in front of everyone, saying, you know, you're actually... You're, you're trying to take over, the, get the Earth... trying to say that the Earth is bad when it's not. Um, ends up getting everybody all mad against him. They want him out. Meanwhile, everyone else is getting taken over by, or they, they've all been kidnapped. They end up getting away and flash Thompson ends up getting away from who he's taken up. It's so confusing because there's <laughs> so much, but uh, he ends up back on the planet where he was with Drax and his symbiote looks like a big cloak on over his head. Okay. And he's walking around asking people, you know, how, how he need, how he can get back home, but he's not acting normal. He's acting really weird. So the guardians end up picking him up. Um, The symbiote ends up coming off. Well, they, Rocket gets the symbiote off of him, has it in a jar, and he's trying to find a way to to keep the symbiote at bay, pretty much, without hurting anybody. Huh. Because Flash was in, he was, like, in a coma on the ship. And Groot ends up walking over to the jar. Symbiote ends up coming out, takes over Groot. Oh. They start fighting all over the place. Um, They end up getting the symbiote off of Groot, jumps onto Rocket, Then they get it off a rocket, jumps onto onto Drax. And by the time it makes it to Drax, he's pretty much beat down everybody. Takes over the ship, starts flying. Flash wakes up out of his coma, starts walking around, seeing everyone's beat to hell, and finds out that the symbiote's flying to its home planet. So he ends up getting the symbiote to come back on him because he knows that there's something going on why it wants to go back to its home planet. So does he have his legs back in this No, he's walking around. Like on non- stubs, stubs, yeah. Really? Mm. Yep. Wow. But they end up going in. They're on the planet. They're all like, why are we here? You know, this is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Flash is like, well, I'm going to let it on me and go talk to them and figure out what's going on. Come to find out that the symbiote is actually called the Clintar. There's been nobody, nobody around that has bonded perfectly with them like Flash has. Really? that can like, actually control it? And- yeah, that actually makes... Like one, pretty much out of it. Okay. They was saying that some people might have a chemical imbalance, which will not, which will affect the symbiote weird, which ends up making like carnage. Okay. Or Venom, and because Flash has bonded so well with them, they decided to give him new powers, which gave the new Agent Venom that big looking Hulk thing. Yeah, he's he's a big beast, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're like, you know, no one's ever done bonded as well as you and the whole universe so we're going to give you your power here it is that's cool but you that's don't get to see any of the power yet I gotta read upon them more you'll have to bring that one back yeah. I'm anxious
2: to see what he can do now
0: this was just before a big uh, event called the uh, the Black Vortex with the Guardians that uh, came It was going on for uh, like over Christmas time in the last couple months it just ended I love doing this, lots of good books <laughs> nice all, right. well, all I can think of is the movie because the movie did so well for yeah. the comic.
1: Oh yeah,
2: yeah, it really did. It brought it to uh, the light of people you know who'd never have known them, mm-hmm. of them. Me included. I never really. I've heard of them, but I never yeah. really cared about the Guardians. And then when I saw the movie, I started researching, and yeah, they're pretty darn cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J- James Gunn have tweeted uh, picture of the script, like not you know obviously not the whole script. Uh, but the, he's done with the script for Guardians 2 And yes. he's very excited about it
0: Boy I am too I can't wait to see it wonder when that's I coming too. out And I guess uh, Star-Lord's dad's going to be in this one Really? Yeah mm. I think it was Chris Pratt that said he read it And it put a tear into his eye or something like that
1: Really? Yeah he, yeah, he said
0: that Yeah That should be good
2: I'm sure it will be First yeah. one was gold <laughs> One of the best Marvel movies out there in my opinion it, It's not the best Yeah exactly Very good. Anything else, guys? Comics. (laughs) Comics indeed, Jack. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, let's move right into...
0: Real World Heroes. Jack, who do we have this week? We have Mariana Villarreal from Georgia. And what has Mariana done to deserve a spot on our wall of justice? Mariana is a Hooters waitress. And she has recently donated her kidney to Donald Thomas, a customer that she had only known for like three three weeks? Really? Three months. Three months. Uh, he must tip really well. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently she had only been working there for a little while and barely knew Donald before she made the offer. Her grandmother was suffering from kidney, kidney failure, pretty much the same thing that he was going through mm-hmm. at the time. I guess she couldn't help out. She wasn't a a match or anything, so she kind of felt bad that that she couldn't help that way. So once she found out that he had kind of the same thing going on, she was jumped at the chance. Ended up being a perfect match. Uh, they ended up going in surgery on Friday last week. Really? And yeah, I guess everything's perfectly fine. So you're saying that
2: she wasn't a match for her grandmother, but yeah, she found this other guy was a match, so
0: yep, she paid it forward. Man, that's incredible. Really? She Not- felt bad because she couldn't help her grandma and figured that she'd Wow. forward somewhere she could, so. That's incredible. But the kidney is a perfect match and is working amazingly, I guess. And they tweeted or they put on Instagram a photo of both of them and he said he can't wait to get back to Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> kidney or no?
1: Yeah, for that and other reasons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, exactly. And also, she's out of work for like six weeks while she heals and he's put up a GoFundMe to, to help her out for money. Man. Well, that's, so... I guess it has two heroes in one almost. Yeah,
2: no kidding. And for that Mariana, you have found a spot on a wall of justice in the hall of heroes. So man, congrats on that uh, amazing amazing gift. Could yeah. you you guys do that, you think? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I could. I guess it depends on the person. <laughs> when my father-in-law was in the hospital when he was when he finally got sober and stuff like that cuz he had a uh, what's it? When your liver goes bad from drinking. Oh, cirrhosis. I, okay. Then, yeah, we were thinking. I was thinking, I was like, man, if he has to go down that path, I'll, I'll probably try it. Wow, very noble. Yeah.
2: Well, let's hope it doesn't go down that path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Let's uh,
0: get into the stories here and then we'll turn our attention over to Alex. Something about Adam West there, Jack. Yeah. All right. This uh, took place in, uh, I believe it was England because the story was talking with uh, Pounds, with the money, their money over there. Oh, okay. But uh, Adam Armstrong has legally changed his name to Adam West because it was cheaper than paying an airline ticket or an airline fee to correct a booking error. What? Yeah, I guess <laughs> on his Facebook page, he put his name as Adam West. OK. His girlfriend's dad saw that and I guess didn't think think any different of it. So had Adam West on the ticket. <laughs> So just because of, was it uh, Ryan, Ryan Air, they would not adjust the name at all without having them pay like 220 pounds, which is around 350 bucks. They wouldn't just erase West to put his real last name in there. He ended up going to, was a website called Deedpool, I guess, which is a free service. Got a new passport under the name Adam West for 103 pounds, which is $157. Wow. <laughs> He
2: really wanted to go on this trip, huh? Yeah.
0: Well, he made out, too, just spending that much money just to change his name instead of spending all yeah. that other money just to have the name changed <laughs> on an airplane ticket.
2: Sorry, Dad. The family name dies here. <laughs> we need to save
1: some money. I can just imagine he was so upset at that airline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> said, you know what? I'm going to change my name.
2: <laughs> and then once he goes in, you know who I am? I'm Adam West.
0: And I was thinking, I don't That's know. Awesome. Like the time period that this took place, but there it must be pretty easy to get a, a passport because you can't just get one quick here. No, it takes uh, uh, like close to
1: six months. Yeah. You like can that.
0: rush it, but still, it's, I think, Ungodly within a month expensive. or so. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like a month you're waiting in line to just get the picture for the passport. <laughs> 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 months just to get it by the mail. Yep. <laughs>
2: Alright man, anything else on that? No. Nope. <laughs> Alright, moving along uh, Starting June 19th There's going to be a sneak preview of Marvel's Ant-Man in 3D When you visit the Disney California Adventure Park I, When I saw that I immediately thought of Jason Yabara Because on Instagram he's like Oh, like every other weekend he's, he's always at there. Disney, yeah. man <laughs> But uh, yeah, starting June 19th Stop by the Bugs Life Theater uh, at, Like I said, the Disney uh, California Adventure Park And you get to watch a a 3D sneak peek of the movie
0: and they're supposed to be showing stuff that hasn't uh, been shown in the trailers yet. But that this, new, was it, one minute TV spot that just came out? Oh yeah. It's got me amped. I think that's going to be a really good in 3D movie. Oh, absolutely. That picture when he's like standing in the shower and he shrinks and he shrinks real small and then it's like free falling because he's, right, he's... Right. Oh my God, I saw that. I was like, man, that's going to be perfect in 3D.
2: Ant-Man's yeah. one of those like you're saying it's perfect to do it in 3d because you know in other movies when they do 3d you know okay something pops out of the screen but like Mm -hmm. let's say the nose of a spaceship for instance but you see the the wings and stuff are cut off by the edge of the screen so it kind of messes with the 3d effect yeah you know ant-man's so tiny i don't know it's hard to explain like i remember at uh, disney world like they had the the 3d muppets show and then they had the honey i shrunk the audience and there were things like floating like right in your face that you're kind of reaching up like trying to grab, and Ant-Man
0: seems like it'd be a perfect movie to do that kind of mm-hmm. a 3D. You know, really take it to the limit with 3D technology. The depth, just depth in in itself, it's gonna be. I mean, getting real small and being able to see way out. Yeah. And far away. Yeah. It's gonna be neat. And every trailer I see, it looks like it's gonna be like I was hoping, where it was gonna be big shrink. Right. Battle scenes. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Can't wait. I remember at one point Disney had a whole uh, section of their park that was, I mean, it was intended for kids, but it was uh, a a part of the honey I shrunk the audience. I think when you came out, it put you into this world of like huge uh, grass blades and like big Legos you could crawl into, like making it like you had been shrunk. Mm -hmm. They just slap an Ant-Man name on top of that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The Ant-Man experience. (laughs) They'll probably do that. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it.
2: Well, yeah, because, I mean, yeah. Does anyone really watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids anymore? I don't think so. seemed like it was kind of going to end up being one of those iconic, classic Disney movies, mm-hmm. but it kind of uh, went away there. I still love it. It's a good went movie. Went away with, with Rick Moranis. Yeah, that was a shame. Rick Moranis was awesome. Come back, Rick. We miss you. So one more thing here really quick. Have you guys seen that there is going to be a uh, Scream TV show on MTV? I've heard pieces of it. Yeah, starting June 30th. It's It says uh, after a YouTube video goes viral, lots of problems begin for teenagers in Lakewood uh, that starts a series of murders that occur, uh, that occur and uncover the town's troubled past. And it's... I don't know why it's set in Lake... The original movie was, like, set in Woods Woodsboro, I think, or Is something it? like that. I don't remember. I don't know why they changed the location, but um, uh, an MTV series... I was excited until I heard it was on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And then they uh, released the ghost face mask, and it looks it's nothing totally different. Yeah. like the original. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, a white face with his mouth hanging open. Yeah. No elongate mouth or anything like that, so... Eh, we'll see I'll probably have to check a little bit of it out but uh, probably just teenagers dealing with like pregnancy and problems like that <laughs> anyway one other thing really quick and it's really not just something to mention I, they have revealed the Wolverine incarnations that are going to be in Battle World. one we already know of being Old Man Old Logan man, yeah. but uh, the actual new Wolverine is and maybe you guys can help me because I'm not I wasn't sure who this is it was X-23 Laura Kinney which was a, yes. his daughter it yes. Says it was a, like a genetic clone or something, but it's his daughter. Yeah,
1: she's actually a really cool character. I've read some stuff on her, and and she she's a, a likable. You know, you, you really get into her when you're when you're reading her. Now she so has like the the two spikes, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Now
2: this picture showed her in like the old school, like uh, yellow and blue spandex and stuff. But she had her long hair coming out the back, and then it was just two spikes on her hand. It looked pretty cool. It, uh, hmm. Pretty cool. I'm excited to see it. Now wasn't didn't Wolverine also have a son in like uh, remember uh, a yeah. series in like the mid two thousands or something? So you
0: guys, you and Jeff talked about that a couple of times. He's got those cursed blades or something like that.
2: Something like that. Like two come out of his wrist, like Wolverine, and then one like from uh, under his palm, like the bottom side of his wrist. Mm-hmm. But he like yeah, shaved they... head mohawk. I'm sorry. Go yeah,
1: ahead. yeah. Draken is his name. Draken.
2: That's who yeah. it was. He was pretty cool. I mean, he was always yeah. out to kill Wolverine.
1: Yeah, he had daddy issues. I'll just say kind of family issues.
2: Uh, he was always
0: looking for his brother. Right.
2: <laughs> all right. That's all. Just a little more insight in the battle world. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's move over to Alex. Then talk about uh, Max Hunter three, the Snowfall
1: finale. Thanks again for being with us, Alex. Oh, thanks again for having me, man um so max hunter we're 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 in the middle of our kickstarter uh for the last max hunter series of snowfall um issue three and the trade paperback are being offered as rewards uh, for max hunter and our hope um, by succeeding in this kickstarter is to uh, release the trade paperback in diamond through think alike productions um publications so you know, fingers crossed we succeed in the Kickstarter and we get Max Hunter out there uh, through Diamond distribution and into comic book stores near everybody. Nice.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a good story, man. I shouldn't have any trouble funding mm-hmm. that. But uh, for, like, first-time listeners who are just tuning in, didn't hear you on last time, can you give a brief overview of uh, what Max Hunter is about for them?
1: Sure. Uh, Max Hunter Snowfall takes place in a city called Gateway City. It's a fictional city uh, in 2077. In this, Max Hunter is a bounty hunter, chasing his latest bounty, when an assassin is chasing the same bounty. They confront each other, and they battle it out to try to get the bounty. Max Hunter wants him alive. Um, Vincent Snow, the assassin, wants him dead. Um, This starts a rivalry between the two, which uh, goes into issue two, where... Snow confronts Max at his own home and fights Max, thinks he kills him, and kidnaps his partner, Keys, um, who's a, a hacker partner of Max uh, that helps Max through his bounties. So issue three is the finale where, where Max is still alive and he calls out Snow and says, let's end this. I'm not dead. You didn't get your target. You know. Let's take care of this where it all started. So they go to this abandoned church where it started in issue one, and they duke it out and and, um, and 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 it ends in in a big bang. So it's it's a very cool series if you like action. It's got plenty of that if you like bounty hunters and assassins. It's got that as well, and um, it's 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 sci-fi, but it's also um, a, an origin story as well for both characters the bounty hunter, and the assassin, you see how they both have a troubled past, but one becomes crazy and, and a villain, and the other one becomes a hero of sorts.
0: I remember seeing some of Snow's past in issue yeah, two. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, and I think we had mentioned before, you know, Snow's given one of those backgrounds where you, you can sympathize for him, so you yep. don't just automatically say, well, he's just bad guy, you know? You, yeah. You're kind of torn on who you want to side with kind of thing.
1: In Issue 3, you get a little more of an idea of why Snow does what he does, um, and, and, and you really get to dive into his brain for a little bit. So you, you, it's, it's a really good pick um, to, to get Issue 3 and to, to really discover uh, both sides, Snow and Max, uh, as they as they reach the final confrontation i can't wait and to see it yep we got a lot of cool rewards and a lot of awesome people on board for this kickstarter we have um john royal who who did the cover art for us for our trade paperback and we're gonna re-release issue one actually we re-released it on Comixology with uh, this same cover, but the day version, it's like a night version and a day version. Yeah. John Royal's done covers for IDW. He's done, uh, he's the, the artist for Danger Girl. Um, he's done covers for G.I. Joe. Yeah, he's done hes done a lot of different artwork, uh, very impressive stuff, and he did a bang up job for, for our cover as well. And we have a, a bunch of other awesome uh, people on board too. Jake Eisenberg did the inks for the cover. Um, and um, George Cortez did the colors, and his colors are just beautiful. Uh, he, he's basically going to do the colors for us <laughs> for any cover we have from <laughs> now on. This is a, an amazing job. Uh, and we have more artists coming on board, too. Uh, there's one artist called uh, Helma uh, Racho, I hope I'm saying that right. I hope I'm not butchering butchering his name. But he he uh, he just did a recent print for us for Max Hunter, and his rendition of it, his inks and his and his pencil work is just amazing. And we we, we love this so much that we threw in um, a, a reward tier where everybody who, who backs us $30 or more, which gets you the trade paperback, will get, in addition to a whole bunch of rewards, that uh, print as well. And the reason it's cool is because he's actually going to be the, if we succeed, obviously, in the Kickstarter, he's going to be the artist for our next story coming out um, called Redux by Proxy, written by one of our very own Dark Side Global Lights, uh, Kevin Roche, which is about uh, basically a, a detective um, figuring out, the murders by transferring the memory of the deceased deceased into his robots that he's created, and so the robot has seven days to solve its own crime, uh, its own its own death before it shuts down. So it's wow. really really cool and interesting stories coming out if we succeed in our Kickstarter, and and Helmut Racho is going to be um, the lead artist for that as well. That sounds awesome.
2: Hmm, yeah, it does. Man, there's a lot of great talent wrapped up <laughs> in all this. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Now, going back to uh, some of your rewards you have for people who are supporting you on Kickstarter, uh, a few that stood out. Uh, one, it looks like there's going to be some books that actually have metal covers, and there's yes. even some uh, custom, like, pop vinyl figures of Max Hunter and Vincent Snow.
1: Yes, yes. Um, for the metal covers, uh, Jacob Stem, you can look him up on Facebook. He does, he's, a, um, I believe his company's Fairy Metal Prints, and he does these amazing, he did metal cards for us for our last Kickstarter, so I found out that he could do metal covers as well, and I'm like, oh, let's do it. Let's add this as a reward here." Oh, yeah, tier. that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and for the pop figures we offered them last time too, It's it, it was such a, a hit. People love them so much that we're, we're offering them again. It's basically pop figures are... So I would not recommend anybody to buy one because then you're just going to get stuck collecting them. I have mountains of <laughs> figures all over the
2: place. I've heard they're like the uh, the Beanie Babies of today yeah. kind of thing.
1: Yeah, they really are. It's they addictive. really are. But like the cool Beanie Babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: ones that you're allowed to tell your friends you buy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: And um, we have uh, Mo Dominguez is, is our letterer and one of uh, our other Dark Side Globalites. His, his brother, Jose Dominguez, paints miniatures. And he's been painting miniatures for D&D and, and all these other role-playing games for such a long time that we, we asked him to do this for us. And he did the paintings um, to these Pop figures so they could look like our characters. Because Pop has these blank Pops that you could just customize yourself and mm-hmm. do right. whatever you want with them. It's really cool. They've come out really nice. We are looking
2: to some canned air pop. (laughs) (laughs) Not that anybody would want that, but uh, if you're a collector, it might be a must-have someday, right? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) definitely. Bloody likely, but (laughs) (laughs) maybe one day. (laughs) Uh, So do you uh, get out to any cons, like Dark Side Global in general, or does Max Hunter ever find itself in the con circuit at all?
1: Yes, uh, we've been to a bunch of cons. Uh, we were at MegaCon recently. I mean, we're, we're based off of Miami, so we hit up the Florida cons. Mm, um, okay. Trying to get outside of the Florida cons is a little bit expensive, but we're really trying to push to get outside. Now that we have the Thinkalike Productions help, and they're just such great guys, they have the Salvager series, they have the Agency series. I, I don't know if you guys have uh, seen their stuff. They're really cool um the costs have become so much less because we split the tables and we join up with each other um so we're gonna be with think alike productions in uh florida supercon and hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, we plan on being at New York Comic Con to see with them as well.
2: Oh, Ooh. hey, that'd be cool. Awesome. Maybe we can uh, cross paths one of these times. Yeah, we've we've talked about going to New York one of these times. Mm-hmm. Here, it's a lot, a lot closer than San Diego. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And it's more doable too. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: You could actually get tickets to that convention. Where San Diego, you have to like be part of a raffle and a waiting list and all.
2: Yeah, not to mention the impossibility of uh, getting like a hotel room. I heard they like Oh up. yeah like a year before the event even happened yeah people sleeping in their cars like it's freaking woodstock or something we know a lot more people on the east
0: coast oh yeah a lot more friends from the show (laughs)
2: there all right man and you're again your kickstarter is running till july 2nd so uh yeah people can get on there throw some money and lots of cool prizes remember metal covers that's freaking awesome not to (laughs) mention the pop vinyl figures that you'll start collecting so yeah. why not support it thanks so, guys uh, oh no thank you for being on here uh, yeah you can check out more of Dark Side Global at darksideglobal.com and uh, on Twitter at Global and also on uh, comiXology so I'd like to thank, thank you very
1: much there
2: Alex Lobato
1: thank you guys it's always awesome being on the show and uh, hopefully we'll we'll see each other again sometime that'd be yeah. awesome Jack what do we have on the
0: website show recaps videos trailers photos can air video game store comic book store and movie store don't forget to find us on twitter
2: at canned and on instagram at canned underscore air and we've been talking recently we're going to start orchestrating a uh, giveaway kind of a uh, what would you call it a contest on yeah. instagram for some autograph merchandise but uh until we have it in our hand we're not going to say what it is so uh yeah just keep an eye out for that uh, also find us on facebook
0: and YouTube watch for a couple new unboxing videos coming here pretty soon yeah next couple weeks yep awesome alright anything else that's it All is
1: right. the giveaway are you guys giving away the pop figures of Pandare Pop Figures exclusive or? oh <laughs> hey see
2: now you got wheels turning yeah I don't know who would really want to play for that <laughs> I gotta get the Jeremy figure <laughs> doubt it I wish but doubt it Uh <laughs> alright until next time, I'm Jeremy Colley. Jack Doherty, And Alex Lovato. We'll see you next time. Man, that was another great episode of Canned Air, huh, sure Timmy? It was. Let's go outside. All right. Hey, kids. Oh, my God, who's that? It's Creeper, the worst G.I. Joe
0: character ever made. That's right. I heard you guys were going to go outside. Why don't you stay inside and go to www.cannedairpodcast.com, where you can get some scoop on past episodes, see movie trailers, and go to the Canned Air game store, video store, and comic book store. Yay!
2: With CanAirPodcast.com,
0: we'll never have to go outside again. Now we know, and knowing is half the battle. Ba ba ba. bah. Uh. uh, Uh. uh the, what was his name? Wh- um. Uh, oh. Now yeah. You, Dang. Um. Huh. Uh. God, it's right on the edge of my tongue find it uh, shooter. Uh, um oh uh, i don't know him at all
1: i'm bruce martin host of pit pass indy each week i go behind the scenes of the ntt indycar series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of indycar which features the indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event